Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, Packer Nation um, and, ex- and, and, and everybody else? You know what I'm saying? It's particularly about the Packers, but I could cover whatever y'all like. Uh, Chargers versus Packers week 11 is in the books. I'm not going to sit and dwell on it too much. Chargers 20, Packers 23. We all know that. Packers come down, come back with the W, got the win. I'm going to be honest about this game, man. We were lucky. Um, it was a great game by Love and the kids, but we got lucky. That's all there is for it. I'm very thankful. Let's go ahead and start with the most important factor, which is the injuries. We had no Jahir Alexander for this game, and we also had no Rudy Ford. That's big keys, but... Secondary definitely stepped up to the opportunity. Um, And injuries, injuries, injuries. Nick Bosa, my heart goes out to this man. I definitely thought it was a ruptured Achilles. Um, At the time that I went through and did all this, this was, like, this was Sunday afternoon. So Nick Bosa at the time re- reported now it's a foot strain. He's going on IR. My heart goes out to him. Aaron Jones, same scenario, but it's a knee a uh, possible knee sprain, we'll call it. Looks like he's not going to require any surgery. Thought he may have played his last um, play as a Green Bay Packer. I mean, it, it sucks to say it, but with this contract situation, I don't think he'll play. I love Aaron Jones. I love the person Aaron Jones is. We can definitely do better. We need to do better. And Emmanuel Wilson also felt a pop in his shoulder. He says he'll be okay. Um, x-rays were done. I did not see if there were results on his situation. However, the Packers have responded by signing back James Robinson. For those that remember that undrafted free agent uh, rookie, he was an undrafted rookie, went to uh, Jaguars. He did he did pretty good over there for like two years with the Jaguars. Believe he had believe he had like a knee or ankle injury. I believe it was a knee injury. I don't know if he lost a step. Oh, I think he tore his Achilles. Uh, either way, believe he lost a step or something. But with that being said, I do know. Because I follow a little bit of the Jaguars. I actually like them. I enjoy watching them. Trevor Lawrence, I believe he's an awesome quarterback. And Travis Etienne, who they drafted in the same draft class that they picked up. Um, Trevor Lawrence, they also got Etienne. I remember, whoo, big moves, big moves. I believe so. And James Robinson lost his spot over there. So he's been bouncing around practice squads ever since his injury got him. He's, he was actually with us before, but we signed him back practice squad and we signed back Patrick Taylor. Um, he was over there. Who was he? New England Patriots. Yeah, he was with the Patriots practice squad. So we signed back Patrick Taylor. Looks like he'll be back up um, to A.J. Dillon this weekend. That hurts because A.J. Dillon, I don't believe, is a starter of full, you know, all down back. He just doesn't have the burst that you would want back there. I did grow up with the Jerome Bettis era. Um, Steven Jackson, you know, I've seen some big men move in the running back situation. However, um, A.J. Dillon, he's not somebody that I want taking all that wear and tear. I definitely don't think he'll hold up. He looked like he was getting, uh, we'll just say a little sluggish towards the end of that game, just um, wear and tear on that big body. You know what I mean? He, he doesn't move out of the way of contact. He definitely go tor- goes towards it. And after four quarters of that in this league, it, it, it's intense, especially week in, week out. And that's a... That's a it's a tough one to ask for. Luke Musgrave, he had an abdominal injury during the game. He played through it. Um, I remember thinking he landed on the ball. I thought maybe he had 
you know, got the air knocked out of him, possible cracked rib. Ends up he has a lacerated kidney, I believe it was. Was it a kidney? Going through notes. Something like that. Lacerated kidney or sternum or something. Shit, I had it on my notes somewhere. But either way, he definitely had an injury and whatever. So he has a lacerated internal and it sounds like he did he did not need surgery. He went to the hospital. He's out. He's at home. He is not allowed to travel with the team. And Tyler Kraft is getting the opportunity that he deserves. Let's be honest. That's because, before we get too far, Joseph DeGora, I know that he hurt his hip. And Tyler Kraft ended up replacing him. We had Devondre Campbell, who injured his neck. That was very concerning. Ends up that was just a stinger. Um, he is going to be playing on Thursday. I was listening to his interview. We had, uh, the Donovan Wicks evaluated for a concussion. I believe not really sure where that one's headed. We had Nixon with an ankle injury. He made it back. So he was able to play Whoo! damn. I should have finished that one up, but either way it would cover the injuries. That's the most important part. And it looks like there's everybody escaped serious injury except for Luke Musgrave, who, Played to the end of the game and ended up in the hospital. So that's pretty concerning. Um, Joshua DeGora, he's been with us a long time. He's never really made the splashes. He does have decent blocking, but I think Tyler Kraft definitely has more of an upside. I'm excited to see him with this opportunity, even though Musgrave's on most of my fantasy football teams, especially my... DraftKings best ball ones where you can't change the players. You just drafted them and you got to ride with them all season. I definitely banked on Luke Musgrave on two or three of my teams, and that's going to hurt if he ends up going on IR. Hopefully he doesn't because he's a huge talent, big big rookie talent for us at tight end, um, basically wide receiver. All right, back to the game. Give you a quick overview just because. We got lucky, folks. I don't hear anybody talking about it. Everybody's going off about you know the stats, this, stats, that. Packers, we, we we screwed up, man. We had the ball with on our 40 with first and 10, first and 10, fourth quarter. We're up three points. We have the ball on our 40-yard line with a minute and 47 seconds left. You know, you should feel pretty confident about that. The Chargers got the ball back on their 20 with a minute and 27 seconds left. That's 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 all four downs, 20 seconds, fourth quarter, game ceiling scenario you're up by three we give them the ball back with a chance to win it Keenan Allen dropped two passes that he typically does not drop inside of the five yard line one was even on the goal line and he also failed to locate a long ball we're gonna the um at least the commentators that's uh Mark Sanchez and company so with their you know we got to take what they say with a grain of salt uh, a pile of salt I don't understand how he's in the booth it was sad listening to him, but that's a whole other conversation. Um, yeah, this this one, uh, Keenan Allen typically does not drop those balls. It should not have been a close ball game. Um, we actually got very lucky that Mr. Keenan Allen was uh, just struggling. That's all there was to it. Austin Eckler, same thing. He had the, the slip fumble inside of the five-yard line. I mean, Austin Eckler was, was struggling. He definitely broke on a, was it, third and long somewhere there towards the end of the game, lost his footing. And they probably would have had a first down otherwise. And then we had Quentin Johnson with the huge dropped catch, dropped pass, because he didn't didn't catch it. So dropped pass with 23 seconds left. He had broke down the sideline. I mean, he would have had it. He would have had at least field goal range. So 
23 seconds left, huge drop. We, we gave all those opportunities for him. You know, like I said, we had the ball first and 10, a minute and 47 seconds. You got to end the game there. You cannot. This is poor coaching all the way around. There's no covering for Matt LaFleur in this scenario. We're not supposed to give them the ball back, um, especially in 20 seconds, and give it back on the 20. And that is because we kicked a touchback. We definitely should have got better play out of our special teams. Our special teams was ass altogether. That whole game was um, it was disgusting on our kicker's end. I believe that we – what did we miss? An extra point, field goal, two extra points. I got all the notes, but I'm actually looking at my daughter's drawings. So we had – First off, we can start with Mr. Uh, Dallin Levitt, who is no longer a Green Bay Packer. Uh, started with the play of the game. That was like a 40-yard return or something by Nixon. Got got deleted, canceled by number six, Mr. Dallin Levitt, uh, who is no longer a Packer as of today. He went, pulled a holding call, very clear holding call, fell over, and uh, after he fell over, he started screaming at the official something and had his hands up and just... There's a very young culture in that room. Uh, uh, started with Valentine. I hate watching Valentine play after he plays. Um, the way that he jumps up, bobble neck, and just yapping at the. It's very unsportsmanlike. I don't like it. I don't like anything about it. Um, he, he plays well, but it's going to lead to taunting penalties. It's very close every time he makes a play, and it's like every time, dude. Like I don't know. I understand. I knew people like that, but at some point, you, that's where you have a veteran pull him aside. Like, hey, dude, this ain't not acceptable. You know, what I mean, this isn't how it goes, but. At this point, everybody's about his age in that damn locker room. So he's you ain't letting me be me. You ain't letting me be me. But I can just see his bobble ass head all already bouncing around. Uh, can't have that shit on the field. We got to be more professional. That's what it's called. But Dallin Levitt learned it the hard way. I'm not sure what he did to the judge or to the referee. He got an unsportsmanlike conduct to the referee or something like that. On top of the holding call, very first play, his ass is gone. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Good thing making an example. Finally, the front office stepping up. You got to do that, man. You, you cannot have that type of nonsense. Um, I believe Mr. Levitt came over with Barisa or whatever our special court special teams coordinator is from uh, the Raiders. I know Levitt's played a lot on uh, most of our snaps, more, more snaps than anybody on our special teams unit. However, he only had like one assisted tackle all year. So that is definitely replaceable when you have costed us more yards than you've probably helped us. And that all was over the play of one, uh, all over, you know, the time factor of one play. So, bye-bye, Mr. Levitt. That's how they started the game. And then we missed an extra point. We missed a second extra point. We missed a field goal of 52 yards. And then, yeah, other than that, we had decent uh, kickoff coverages and decent punt coverage. Only failure right there at the end. We definitely did not do very well by failing to pin them in anything but the 20-yard line definitely should have done better, especially with the time of possession. We failed, failed, failed all across the board. How does the coaching get bailed out by our defense? Once again, Mr. Coach Barry, Joe Barry, like I said, he is not the problem. He's also not the solution. We can definitely do better, and we can do worse because Joe Barry's defense came up, sealed the victory, did what they had to do, and pulled it off. Ah, Joe Barry, it was a... um. To hold the Chargers to twenty points is it's 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 impressive. You know you gotta you gotta give it to our defense. So I'll just quickly go over the grading system that I gave them. Coaching, I have B minus here, but I'm, I'm gonna drop that to a C. A C. We're gonna give you a straight C just because of the end of the game. Um, 
defensively, I, I have it. These are my notes, but I had it defensively schemed pretty well. I thought we did, uh, we did well. Um, definitely gave up some big yards, definitely almost 400 yards, but scoring wise, we, we got tight when it got down to the red zone. We, I, I say that it's, it's difficult to say because Keenan Allen's drop had a lot to do with that along with Austin Eckler's fumble. But overall, our defense played uh, very well, especially given their lack of starters in the secondary. We had Eric Stokes still out, Jahir Alexander's out, Rasul, Alex- Rasul Douglas, congratulations, my brother, man. He's killing it, killing it over there in Buffalo. Uh, super happy for you. I think he had a two-pick game um, and like a pass breakup or maybe even a forced fumble. He was fuck- He was killing it, so Congratulations, Rasul. Love to see him doing well. But our secondary is not doing bad. Valentine and Valentine both stepped up. Owen, he got burned on a failure. Jonathan Owen failed to tackle um, on the first touchdown. Everybody was there like, what the hell was that? So that was despicable. He definitely made up for it throughout the rest of the game. I'm not sure who got on his ass or what happened, but definitely he his play improved. So we'll give that – I, I got to give that to coaching or at least some veteran players. Somebody pulled him aside like, what the hell was that? Boy, you you put your neck on the line next time. So, But, like, defense, they saved the, they saved the coaching's ass. Our offense, zero points in the first quarter. Again, that's definitely been one of our uh, weaknesses this year. We're getting off to a slow start. But we did score six or more points in all the other quarters, so that does fare well. We don't like seeing the six points, but a lot of that's due to two missed extra points. We don't like seeing these missed extra points. So when we see six, we think two field goals, but that's not always the case in this scenario. Poor clock management at the end of the game. That that was horrible. Match that with seven penalties and our special teams in our special teams issues as a whole. I'm giving I'm giving coaching a C. Uh, you're just getting a C. That's all you get. You're not even getting a clap. You're just getting you did you did what you needed to do to get the win. You got lucky at that. Um, a lot of that's due to our talent, our personnel talent. Kenny, you know Kenny Clark coming up big. We got uh Gary coming up big. We had Brooks was playing out of his mind. So we got to grade the offense first. Offense. I'm giving them a B, a B plus. Um, definitely could be an A if we had a score over there in the first quarter, but you know we got some room to improve. We did put up 397 total yards, 295 passing yards, 102 rushing yards. So five yards short of breaking the 300. We if we hit five more yards, we hit break 300 passing yards, break 400 total yards. So we're just gonna call it a 400 yard game, 300 passing yards with 100 rushing yards. That that's beautiful. 23 points is the concerning part. Like I said, a lot of that special teams, you could mark that up a couple for special teams. Um, we did have zero turnover. So that in itself, well done, well done. Starts with love, but the ball is in many hands. So great job from Josh Myers all the way through. Um, you know, running backs, that's a big thing. I think with Aaron Jones being out of there, that was less opportunity, you know, less likely to fumble. Uh, Aaron Jones definitely has a lot of fumbles. Um, I don't know why nobody talks about that, but we'll just keep on. Like I know it's because he's such a great person. We all love Aaron Jones. Those fumbles are out of hand, though. Um, 23 points. Three sacks. That's it. Um, three sacks with Joey Bosa. And you also have, who is that, Mac on the end. We all know Mac from his Chicago days. However, Bosa went out, I believe it was like the fifth play of the game. So that's 
heartbreaking, especially he's going on IR. Definitely don't like to see the injury. However, I thought our line did very well on the offensive side. We did, we did not miss many assignments. That's the biggest thing, especially when I watch a lot of football and there's a lot of missed assignments. That's not happening with the Packers. Um, I think that starts with the center or just communication as a, as a whole, being able to slide your assignments, understanding who's coming. So offensive line coach and all that, a hey, beautiful layout. Um, definitely have a lot of not starters in there playing. I do feel that our offense can improve, but with the pl- the pieces in play, they're playing their asses off. Tom did well on the outside. I believe Khalil Mack, you know, he did have, what, maybe two two sacks. I believe one was not even his fault. Um, well, one was not Tom's fault, I don't believe. Um, everybody's just playing their ass off. Very solid play by the offensive line. Could be better, could be worse, but with what if with the pieces we have on the board, we're playing very solid. So well done there. Defense, we're going to give them an A- minus just for holding the Chargers under 20 points. Um, the Chargers did rack up some yardage on us. That did hurt. we got to stop. Man, I don't know. The runs just kill us, and especially the Packers, man. We give up so many 200-yard games, and not just this year. We have over the years. It's been our kryptonite for crap since we won the Super Bowl, basically. Um, and it's tough because in our division, we've always had beasts from Adrian Peterson. I remember the Barry Sanders days. I mean, we could just go back. We've always had beasts in our division. Some of the best of the best. I love Barry Sanders. Um, just amazing player. I'm looking at his rookie card right now. Ah, man, Adrian Peterson, he's going down, you know, as a legend. And it's just, you could keep going in just our divisions. And now with Gibbs back there, this dude's one hell of a talent. Um, They have Montgomery. Montgomery, I still view him as a bear, but he's playing very well over there with the Lions. So see what he's doing. Um, Man, I'm just going to jump forward to tomorrow's game. It's going to be huge Thanksgiving game. What an opportunity. What What a privilege and what an honor, you know, just to, for the Packers to be there. We've been there a lot. Um, I, I look forward to seeing the Packers there. I think the Lions are there more than us. However, Packers, man, we all love Packer Nation, man. It's going down. we got some revenge to get. We're trying to go into enemy territory and ruin their plans. I believe we're like 9.30 a.m., so just watch it. I believe it's an early start time. Uh, I should double-check for y'all, but I'm not that nice. The keys to this game are going to be no Aaron Jones and no Luke Musgrave. Um it looks like Jahir might be able to play Rudy Ford. I believe he was back at practice. We'll see how those two play out, but I think we can get along without them just because it's going to be a lot of tackles in the box. This is all going to come down to linebackers and the front off, you know, the defensive line. You got to be able to stop that run. If we do end up getting test on the back end, Amon Ross St. Brown is going to burn our ass. I know that fool will be burning. So if we don't have Yahir, we're going to have some problems. But, hey, we'll see how Valentine does. I can definitely see a taunting penalty coming for his bobbleneck activities after the play. But hopefully we can get that calmed down. We need some coaches to step in. Um, another lack of coaching was some yellow gloves. There's a lot of yellow gloves on our defensive players. We've got to match the jerseys. We have a holding penalties happening on Nixon, for example. He's got these bright yellow gloves just jamming up. The referees can see it. You match the color glove with the, the jersey that you're on, they blend in. You put bright yellow gloves, it just stands out. You're getting yellow flags, cost us yardage. Come on, man, be wiser. I'm not worried about how the hell you look. Let's worry about how you perform. There's no reason for your attire to cost us five yards because you want to look good. That's nonsense. Uh, We need better coaching, better leadership. There's definitely a lack of that. Um, 
I can't wait for Matt LaFleur to go. I think that is the solution. Um, I'm, I'll be honest with all y'all. You know, I, Jordan Love not being the answer. I believe that he is the answer for the rest of the year. Do I think that he is the next Aaron Rodgers? Hell no. No way in no way, shape, or form. Um, he's way too inconsistent. There's a lot of throws that he can make. He should make. He's there. He just doesn't do it. Um, there's a lot of lack of discipline when it comes to balance and footing. He likes to do a lot of um, dance throws. I've noticed that. And he likes to be off balance when he's trying to deliver the ball. He did sit behind Aaron Rodgers for many years who had the talent and the gift of doing so. Uh, Jordan Love does execute it sometimes, but he missed Musgrave wide open down the sideline in what would have been a touchdown for probably 60 yards and just missed the throw. A lot of it's due to his footing, you know, and then he just got to calm down. But he likes that. Uh, he likes to try to compensate with his arm angle. I've noticed that he will take a strange little stutter step, and he delivers a good ball with the arm angle. There's a lot of batted balls. It, it just doesn't get the height on the ball. He does have a lot of batted balls. That's uh, concerning. Definitely, he, he's not the tallest individual, and. I mean, I give it to him. I, I love Jordan Love. I, I appreciate everything he's done for us. But if y'all think he's the future, like uh, going to lead us to a Super Bowl, I would definitely question that right there. But his talent and his supporting cast is not the best. That's for sure. Um, Aaron Jones is the most veteran guy in that room. He's an amazing person, but he's not somebody you want leading by example. I say that because he fumbles all the damn time. He failed to go out of bounds, and he hasn't demonstrated the the required on the field. Uh, you know what's what's required for everybody to look up to you. So I know in the locker room, like I said, amazing guy off the field, amazing guy. But we just got to do better, man. I would love to see some type of leader really emerge. Um, our defensive side, Devondre Campbell, man, I loved everything about his interview if you watch his po- you know he just had a, a pre-game interview we'll call it talking about this week coming up i love his demeanor but it's very strange you know he's very laid back very chill just everybody's got their assignment stick to your assignment and i think that the culture in the locker room is very strange with the packers i really don't like it i don't think that it's a winning i think it's a very young culture um it's just a lot of uh a lot of just sh- shit out of hand you know what i mean like these these special teams penalties whatever happened between the first play uh levitts and throwing the guy down and and then arguing with the ref and getting that on sportsman like you can't have this type of stuff somebody's got to get valentine on on you know under control i saw him i think it was parham turned around he made a play he didn't even make a great play and he went back and just started yelling something and parham looking like boy you talking to parham was about to destroy that guy but he quickly looked away towards the sideline and kept bobbling his head. And it's just, we got to come. This culture, man, is nasty. So I would like to see a coaching change. Hopefully we can even get rid of Goody. That would not be a bad decision. I would definitely like to see. He's, he's focused on getting everybody on a rookie contract. Everybody on our damn team's on a rookie contract. Aaron Jones, who's not, he took a pay cut. I mean, we got uh, Rashawn Gary now. We finally paid him. That was worth every penny, I'm going to say. Um, I've always been a big, big fan of him. Jahir Alexander, I believe he was re-signed, so that that's nice. But, you know, end of the day, we got Kenny Clark. I know he resigned at some point. He definitely deserves it, but everybody's young as hell, man. I don't know what Goody's doing. I would love to see a coaching change over there. I'm looking forward to this weekend. The keys to success, got to stop the run. 
I mean, that that's all it comes defense. If we can't stop the run, if we're giving up that many points, we're not going to score to compete with Detroit. That's not going to happen. So we got to stop the run, make them beat us in the passing game. We'll see how that goes. We've got, you know, depth in the secondary is questionable. We can't afford very many injuries, especially at cornerback in those positions. Offense, in short, um, we got to start. And I, when I mean we got to score in the first quarter, we cannot sit back and try to come by, from behind like we have been doing. That's not the recipe to success. It's not going to happen against Detroit. Detroit, I believe, uh, who is it? Uh, Goff threw three interceptions last week, got booed, came back, hit two intercept, two touchdowns, and won the game. So we cannot plan to come from behind against this Detroit team. They are tough. They are durable. And they're playing. You know what I mean? They're playing. They're playing. Special teams, we got to get it together. This kicking situation, whether we got to cut Carlson and bring somebody else or whatever we got to do. I mean, we can we can sign back the man. You already know there's, there's a – there's somebody out there that was playing for us last year, played for us many years. I believe he's unsigned and can play for us overnight. But, hey, you know, he just he just did some team tryouts recently, I believe, for L.A. Rams. But, you know, y'all can keep that in the back of your head. I would definitely – I don't mind cutting, you know, there's nothing in Carlson that earned him that spot to stay. You know, we got to figure it out. I was looking at it. I didn't see very many issues with the hold. The laces were all pointed out. They looked okay, but – this year, you just got to get it together. Now, I don't want to jump to anything because we do know our our former kicker had its own his own difficulties on certain games and was able to pull it together, get years of success out of him. We don't want to give up too early, but Carlson has not earned the right to make these mistakes yet. So we'll see. We'll see, folks. I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. I'm going to get back to the family. Just wanted to get out, get this message out. Love and appreciate each and every one of y'all. I truly mean it. Hit my DMs, hit whatever with the messages. I do got a... Q&As and all that good stuff coming, and I'm out. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening, and as always, Go Pack Go!